Hey, this is Matt Hay for you listening to Metalladad's podcast. You're listening to one of the greatest Metallica podcasts out there. I mean, it's definitely in the top 11 to 13. Everybody, please, we're going to take a two-minute break while Josh goes and takes a shit. <laughs> no, he said nothing. <laughs> Maybe it's at the it's end, at the of, end one. of one. Okay. Ooh, that tickled me to death. R.I.P. and Seek and Destroy nope. with the guest stars. Nope, Ralph Alfred's not dead. Oh, is he not? <laughs> I just want to have a recording of James going, Temptation! <laughs> <laughs> the Metal Dad Podcast. Make sure to stay tuned at the end of the episode to find out more about how to join Metal Dad's family. Here's your host for the Metal Dad Podcast. My dad, Lake Talca. And my dad, Tyler Sanford. Welcome to the Metal Dad's Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Sanford. And I'm your other host, Blake Talica. And welcome to episode 31. Uh, We've got some pretty good stuff for you in store today, for sure. We've got, we're going to talk a little bit about the Matt Havey acoustic set that Blake saw. Uh, we're going to talk about our Asley Dying show in Knoxville and how we almost died. Um, and then we've got an interesting article from, for Don't Thread On Me, so stay tuned. <laughs> but first, yeah. the, 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 the pressing question. We talked about a couple of weeks ago the viral question of are there more doors or wheels in the world? But then now there's a new one. Oh, uh, there. Are there more eyes or legs? I'm going to go eyes. More people lose limbs than they do eyes, I would assume. Yeah. See, because... It's kind of unfair because I've I've had a lot of time to think about this, but what about like could you get like spiders who have eight legs but also a bunch of eyes? Oh shit! I'm just thinking people. Mm-hmm. Now you threw a wrench in it. <laughs> I'm still gonna go eyes. You still think eyes? Yeah. Hmm. See, I'm I'm just thinking legs though because you got to think about like dogs cats having four and like almost every animal ever has four and i don't know we're never gonna this is not (laughs) this is this has nothing to do with anything but at all it just cracks me up to watch people have those debates about that yeah because it just reminds me of that video Um, well since we are a music podcast i can confirm there are more eyes and Def Leppard than there are arms. You are correct. Yeah. <laughs> so if we limit the question to Def Leppard, then we know for <laughs> sure what the answer is. <laughs> uh, well, there are more eyes in uh, the ghost inside than there are legs. There you go. Too soon. For anyone mm. who knows who that band is, yeah, maybe. 
<laughs> nah, dude, that dude's killing it. One leg or not, dude's still killing it. I don't even care for that band, but that dude's a fucking trooper. Yeah. Who knows? It, anytime I see these kind of conversations that people get really passionate about it, it just reminds me of that one video of um, her sister was a witch. My fucking wife loves that video. <laughs> her sister was a witch, bro. <laughs> she came down in a bubble, dog. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to look at me and you're going to tell me that. <laughs> Am I wrong? And I love the ones that, that like turn it to metalcore and they scream it. Yes. Her sister was <laughs> Have you seen the, uh, did I send you the metalcore version of the uh, Tropy and My Size, Amy? Yes. I sent that to so many people. <laughs> Tropy and My Size, Amy. You don't know how it is. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's great. So, enough of that. Let's talk about Matt Hafey. So, oh, close enough, Matt Hafey. Close enough, Matt Hafey. So, if you heard it, it's real quick, but it did. I did put it at the beginning of last week's or the last episode, episode 30. Uh, but we somehow managed to snag something the other day, and I put it at the beginning of this episode as well. So, if you missed it, go back and listen to it. Because again, it's real quick, but it's probably the one of the more important ones that we have. Uh, so Blake went to what was it, Nashville? Nashville, yeah. Nashville to see uh, Matt Hafey. Yeah. Um, so he announced it like two days before, and of course Tyler had to work or a wedding or something. And couldn't go, so I'm like, I'm still going, fuck it. Um, it was an acoustic set, randomly. It was all for charity, come to find out. I didn't know that till we got there. But uh, my man played 18 songs, and it was in the Gibson store, um, which next time we're in Nashville, we just have to go so you can see it. Uh, the nicest guitar store, excuse me, I've ever been in. Uh, I thought... <laughs> real quick i thought i knocked over a wall of guitars and i almost ran slapped the fuck out of there because like after the show waiting in line to take a picture get something to sign whatever and uh there's obviously guitars all over this fucking place well we're waiting in line and um they've got this rack of guitars what looks like to be half stacks like two stacked on two stacked and two stacked like a line of six <clears throat> i'm standing there talking to somebody and i lean between two sets of guitars and just throw my arm out and that motherfucker just rolls i was like oh my god because i look over when i realized it didn't fall and the first price tag i saw said thirty four hundred dollars on one guitar <laughs> Uh, I would have ran slapped the fuck out of that place. Um, <laughs> and we would not we have got there, up with what we got. Not at all. Um, so I'm going to run through the set list because it was pretty uh, 
eclectic, if you will. Uh, he opened the show with Johnny Cash's Hurt, then did Sweetest Perfection by Depeche Mode. Um, he did Strife by Trivium, uh, then Can't Help Falling in Love by Elvis, Hallelujah by Leonard Cohen, uh, Bleed Into Me by Trivium, The Wild Rover by The Doublers, which I believe was a folk song. It's not my thing. It's like Irish drinking song. Um, the Beatles, All I'm Loving, uh, Heart From Your Hate by Trivium, uh, the standout of this set, All of These Yesterdays by Trivium, uh, Dying in Your Arms by Trivium, uh, In Dreams by Roy Orbison, Feast of Fire by Trivium, uh, Burn Butcher Burn by Joseph Trapanese. Then he sang the Witcher song, Toss a Coin to Your Witcher, Wow. Uh, Unchained Melody by the Righteous Brothers. Uh, then he redid Hurt because he felt like he fucked it up the first time, which he did not. It was incredible. And then he closed out with Until the World Goes Cold by Trivium. Man, that's that's a tough gig to do that all by yourself. Like, that yeah, seems fatiguing. Dude, I, he, he rocked, though. Like, he was killing it. Cracking jokes the whole time and just talking with everybody that dude is the genuine nicest man in metal yeah he's really nice for sure how uh, many people were there if i had to guess 150 max like it was it was cool i hate that you had to miss it yeah but um talk to him after the show and uh i love the fact that he knew who I was. He's like, man, I just keep seeing you everywhere, don't I? I was like, yeah, you know, you keep playing, I'll keep following. And then he was nice enough to give us a very quick little sound bite for the show. And I was on my happy way back from Nashville. Yeah, I would have been counting that as successful as well. Because he definitely yeah, could have. That was a like, win. That No. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Uh, it was well worth a $20 ticket. Heck yeah, it was. You had it ready to go, too. You were like, oh, I got I, the recording ready. I had it pulled up before I ever walked up to talk to him. Uh, I was like, man, can I get, like, the world's quickest sound bite? He's like, if you make it quick, and I already had my phone out. I was like, fuck yeah, let's roll. Yeah. Now he said not. He said not to tell anybody, but he told a room of like 150 people. So I don't guess it's that much of a secret. But uh, he did say Trivium would be going on tour later this year, and that Nashville would definitely be a stop. So take that for what you will. If you're a Trivium fan, you'll probably get to see them at some point this year, not with Megadeth. I was gonna say without Dave Mustaine. Yikes. Yeah. Oh, um, never mind. Never mind. I something I can't talk about on here. Sorry, I was going to tell you a cool story, and I'll just re- sorry. Nope. Remind me later. Didn't mean to edge y'all. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> well, here's something we can talk about. So we also speaking of shows, we fi- I finally got to see Asla dying. Uh, they are back on tour with Whitechapel, and 
they Aslo Dying has been on like in my top 10 since I was in high school and I wasn't really in the live show scene until after they had you know had to take a break <laughs> yeah that's what we'll call it a break for some legal reasons and uh so i haven't got to see them and so when that when it came available that they were coming to knoxville i was like i'm buying this ticket so uh no. we got our tickets and it was at what was labeled originally on the ticket as the valerium uh it was not in the same building as the old valerium because that's where i show, saw trivium for the first time that was my first metal show ever was in that old building and i wish to god it would have been in that old building you ain't fucking kidding because we get we get there and we got there kind of late because we had to stop somewhere undisclosed and uh and do something before we got there so uh if you want to know what it is message us and we'll tell you <laughs> so we get there and it's right when the doors are supposed to open at six o'clock and the line is already like way down the side and they've moved it to a shopping complex like an old what i can assume is an old kmart or something yeah i think they said it was a food city or something yeah um so anyway everybody's outside we're waiting and there must have been some sort of issue with load in because they delayed the opening of the doors for 30 minutes so they bring a whole bunch of waters out, which this is, this side note, this was the greatest venue ever when it comes to taking care of their guests because I in, got more In every free, aspect except one. Yeah, I got more free water at this event and not just like, I mean, it was bottled, cold, and like most venues are like $8. The masquerade would have, <laughs> the masquerade would have laughed at you. <laughs> it's like, oh, what? You want some water? We'll need to see $10, please. Right. Jesus. So, you know, finally get the doors open. We get inside. And at first, you know, because this was back when we were in hell two weeks ago, and it was about 98 degrees outside. So once you get in the door, it was like, oh, God, finally. And it seemed all right, but only for about two minutes. Yeah, that's it. I'm walked, pretty sure the air I, as was, soon as we yeah go ahead as soon as we got in I walked to the bathroom and passed a thermostat that said 87 degrees <laughs> I was like this I'm, is not gonna be a good time so needless to say I think the air was not working at this venue <laughs> you think yeah, so this, there was a grocery store next door, and someone was like, don't go in there, the air's broken. I was like, oh, God, that sounds terrible, not knowing that we were about to walk into a venue that did not also have working air. And so it is definitely a minimum of 87 degrees in this building. That's when we first humid. got there, and before we were all crammed in like fucking sardines. Yeah, it was terrible. It was so hot. And you could tell that the bands were fatigued as well because of how hot it was. Like, it had to be one of the, I mean, the pit was kind of crazy at the beginning, but then by the second band, it was just tanked. It was so dang hot. So everybody was just fatigued and miserable. I mean, the bands were great, but good Lord. I don't think I've ever been to a show 
that hot. I mean, I've been to some outdoor shows where it was hot, but at least the it air was circulating. Hot. Yeah. No. Like, that was the most miserable show of my life, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Experience-wise, not show-wise, but... Yeah, the bands we'll are talk, talk about devil. We'll talk about Devil Driver another time. Yeah, thank God they weren't there. I probably wouldn't have made it on the rail. <laughs> I really wouldn't have. Sorry, Josh. Because, Definitely. Because they... Mm, and since the load ins were late, everybody's set got cut short except for Asley dying. So, um, even though we know, thought it got cut short, they punked us the fuck out. Yeah, they did. So, the set list was great. And come to find out, it's because they were celebrating 20 years of being a band. So, we got a lot of old stuff. Um, pretty much everything I could have asked to hear, I got. I would have picked a few more, but I'll take what I got. I was very lucky. All right. So, yeah, anyway. that was a good one. Uh, I walked away with the set list. You did, and I walked away with the opinion that I'm never, ever, ever going back to that venue. No, not at all. Um, short of Metallica playing, I'll never go back. I'm pretty sure they would pay to have the AC fixed. Metallica would. <laughs> just, just you're probably they... right. <laughs> it's like we gotta have some AC in here. Uh, James gonna pass out. Right. So, um, I know at the beginning of the show we mentioned a "Don't Throw It On Me" article. Uh, before we get into that, we actually have a good friend. His name is Dustin Johnson, and he has actually created us our own personal Metallodads um, segment riff, and we included that in last week's episode as well, episode thirty. Uh, if you caught that, it is actually it has it's not from Metallica, but it is a personalized one for us from Dustin, uh, and I he sent us a couple of different ones to choose from, and we kind of talk back and forth and shot some ideas across and kind of landed on this one we might use a couple of the others that he sent us as well just to kind of change it up a little bit but i really like him a whole lot and he's super cool and if for whatever reason you need something like that um, he is on facebook again his personal facebook you could just contact him uh, dustin johnson or if you want to get with us we can send you his contact information uh, because he's super cool and we were very pleased with what he provided for us. Um, and, uh, yeah, so. Yeah, we've known Dustin for, God, since high school. Um, he's He played in a few local bands back in the day. And uh, he, he's a good dude. If you need anything, definitely hit him up. We'll, I'm sure we'll share his page out there at some point. Away. He, he actually he, he, was he playing bass. He was playing bass at some point for a band that we opened for in our high school band. When we played at the warehouse, he was with Andy. Yeah. At the time. So correct me if I'm wrong. Did he ever play in Reporting Rain? Yes. Was he was that's what I thought. I thought he was the guitar player. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that is a name I have not thought about in a long time. Good old reporting rain, yeah. 
I don't know if he'd like for us to talk about that or not. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. So, anyways, let's just jump right into it. All right, we like to call this segment Don't Thread on Me, where we take an online thread and discuss the comments and responses of the Metallica family and the trolls. So love it or leave it, she with the deadly bite, quick as the internet, fucked as a lightning strike. Shining with dumbasses, always on surveillance, the eyes they ever close, emblem of ignorance. So don't thread on me. Nice. So this article actually comes to us from Metal Hammer. And I got a magazine tagged. We've, we've been featured in, mind you. Yes, I got tagged in this post uh, by Kevin Ellis. So shout out to Kevin. Uh, he said, don't throw it on me, question mark. And so I just thought this was a cool story as well. So I'm just going to read it to you. Um, and the headline says, serial killer Richard Ramirez was pissed off that he missed Metallica playing San Quentin Prison as he was on death row. Um, I would say I would be upset as well. Um, oh, I'd be mad as fuck. I would start a prison riot. I was in San Quentin, and I didn't get to see them play San Anger songs. <laughs> so it says, um, Metallica's Kirk Hammett reveals that serial killer Richard Ramirez was a fan of the band and was furious that he missed out on seeing Metallica play San Quentin state prison. Metallica guitarist Kirk was revealed has revealed that late serial killer Richard Ramirez, AKA the night stalker was a fan of the band and that Ramirez was most upset when he was unable to attend the Cortez may 2003 gig at San Quentin. At the time, he was on death row in the prison, awaiting his punishment for 13 murders, five attempted murders, 11 sexual assaults, and 14 burglaries. Good Lord. Uh, Hammett spoke about Ramirez, uh, asked, who's been the most unexpected person who's turned out to be a Metallica fan? And he answered, Richard Ramirez. He said, when we played San Quentin Prison, he was on death row, and said he could hear us. Hammer revealed the guards who were responsible for watching him said Richard Ramirez was pissed off and faced his pacing his cell because he wasn't allowed to see us. He gave the guards his subscription copy of a magazine with us on it, which I think is a So What magazine on the cover. And on the mail tag, it said Richard Ramirez, San Quentin Prison. So that's my little token from Richard Ramirez, not to glorify the guy, he did some horrible crimes. Uh, in the interview, Hammett also raised the possibility that he might have bumped into Ramirez socially before in 1985. Uh, says, last year, video director Emmett Malloy spoke to Metal Hammer about the unique experience of shooting the video for St. Anger inside San Quentin in 2003. We had to sign a no-hostage policy, which means that the guards aren't obligated to rescue you if you're taken hostage by a prisoner, which was different. I scouted out the maximum security area before the shooting, which felt like being in silence of the lambs. 
<laughs> yeah, I could feel that. I knew that the Night Stalker Richard Ramirez was in there, and I was thinking, why am I doing this? I remember during some shooting, some naked dude pushed right through me to get to the showers. So that was another reality check. The band felt the weight of the day, and we did too. I remember Lars beforehand was scared that he'd be identified as the Napster guy. And I was like, dude, I think these guys might have bigger concerns than music piracy. Yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah, that's a super cool story. Yeah, I agree. It's uh, different. This says Richard Ramirez died on June 7th, 2013. Isn't that, was that a Ryan? <laughs> Wow, I believe, <laughs> that sounds right. It might have been the day before, Ryan. For some reason, eighth and ninth sticks out to me. Well, regardless, it was wrong. like right there. Now I gotta look it up. That's wild. What are the chances of that? I agree with Kirk Hammett. Screw that. June guy. eighth and ninth. Yeah, June eighth and ninth. Still a cool story though. So one of the things that I mentioned at the beginning was. Um, just the article, but there was one comment on the original post that I thought was really funny. Uh, all they said was, you know, of course he said he was mad that he missed the band, but then someone's comment said, then he realized it was St. Anger and was relieved. Of course. These fucking people. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I will say, just as a sneak peek for next week's episode... We're going to talk about St. Anger some more because yeah, yeah. Well, if you know you realized, love that, it's one of our favorite topics because it's such a hot button topic that we just can't ignore it. No, not at all. And I could talk about St. Anger for hours. Yeah. And you always run across somebody new that has what they think is a hatred for St. Anger, but really they're just following the crowd and need to realize their true potential in becoming another fan of St. Anger. That's yep. just all there is to it. So, check us out next week because we've got a good one for you. Uh, yeah. But other than that, that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we hope you have a great week. And we will see you very soon. As always, uh, we appreciate you. Here's some old stuff. Thank you for listening to a complete episode of the Metal Dads Podcast. We appreciate you spending your time with us. If you enjoy what we're doing around here, please leave us a review on the Apple iTunes Store and on Facebook. Speaking of Facebook, you should follow us on our socials. That's on Facebook and Instagram, Metaladads Podcast. Uh, we'd like to have you on the show, so send us an email or contact us at metaladadspodcast at gmail.com. And as always, thanks for listening.